We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and a dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand we are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. It also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then-cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Is over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Back to Inside Four Walls, I am your host, James Madison, and, well... I mean, you've heard the news by now, I imagine it's been either the celebration or the cup of the day, at least yesterday when it was announced. But we do have an update. After this article is read through, we'll be going to an article talking about how Republicans are saying we're going to still be coming after you, even in retirement or what? Well, this isn't retirement. We'll get into that. Let's hop right into the article, shall we? And this is over at uh, Sky News. Got to pull it right up here on Ground News. The exact article right here. High factuality rate from a day ago. Dr. Fauci to step down from U.S. government to pursue next, fa next phase of career. Dr. Fauci will leave his post in December, having served the U.S. government for almost four decades. He became the face of America's coronavirus response, gaining fans as well as opponents, including former President Donald Trump, by Amir Mehta, published Monday, uh, the 22nd of August, 2022, at uh, 2013 o'clock. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the U.S. A uh, U.S. top infectious disease expert will step down from the federal government at the end of the year. The 81-year-old served as director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, NIAID, 
the chief medical advisor to Joe Biden. He served in the NIAID for 38 years and became and became the face of the nation's COVID-19 response during the pandemic. Dr. Fauci said he would leave both roles to, quote, pursue the next chapter of his career. In a statement, Mr. Biden said of his departure, quote, as he leaves, he, uh, he, 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 as he leaves his position, I, 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 um, in, in the U.S. government, I know the American people, and 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 the entire world will, uh, will continue. To benefit from Dr. Fauci's experiment, I mean, enterprise, expertise, expertise in whether and what in in whatever he does next. The United United States Armstrong of America is strong, more resilient, and healthier because of him. In July, Dr. Fauci said he would retire before the end of Mr. Biden's current term. Well, he went back and forth on it. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retire," and then everyone was like, "Yay!" He said, "Oh, I'm not retiring. Not actually. I, I never said I was gonna retire. Fake news. Kind of like when Sean King left Twitter and then came back the same day and was like, "I never left Twitter. You made that up." It's like, no, bitch. We, we, we all saw that. But all right, if you say so. And now he's saying that he uh, he's not leaving the government. He's stepping down from his position. So what that means, we don't know. But what I'm going to speculate, it'll be things like he'll be going on TV. He'll be going to, uh, you know, places like well, what's left of CNN. If there's anything going to be left of CNN soon. Uh, he'll be going to things like CNN, MSNBC, medical correspondent jobs. Things like that, uh, book deals, speech tours, similar to like what Obama and Hillary and all of them still do, where they pay, you know, they get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to some college, some office, somewhere, someplace, and have a big speech, have a big talk. And that's probably what we're going to see happen with him, He, which is interesting, because if he actually did just outright retire, he'd... He'd be getting one of the. He'd be getting, I think, the largest um, retirement package of any government employee ever. He is the highest paid government employee, and he has been for some fifteen years, I believe. Uh, and during the pandemic, a bunch of people voted for him to pay, get paid even more. And then, mind you, during the pandemic, he also worked with Disney to make that documentary, which was dead on arrival and led to things like Rotten Tomatoes changing the way they rated shit so they could try and fluff up, try to puff up uh, uh, the, the Dr. Fauci documentary. Who is Tony Fauci? You know, you'll never get a book based, uh, you'll never get a movie based on the book, The Real Anthony Fauci, which I actually got right here. Got it with the uh, U.S. Freedom Convoy. Some, uh, I can't remember the name of the people who donated it, unfortunately. Is it in the book? I actually want to make sure I thank these people. I thank them when they were there, but... Uh, I don't think they got much public recognition. No. Damn. Yeah, it's... Yeah, damn. Nope. There's a card 
that came in the book. I was going to give them a shout out, but so not not that they're exactly listening, but um, if you the couple that donated all those the real Anthony Fauci books, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health by Robert Kennedy Jr. Thank you so much. Uh, I got a copy for me, my mom, and a friend of ours. Uh, uh, they said I could take the three. I didn't just go up and snatch three from everybody. I, I asked. Uh, thank you. Greatly appreciate it. But yeah, Fauci's just gonna—he's he, gonna go into another like just revenue stream. He'll be on TV more. He's gonna—and if I had to guess, the real reason why—we're gonna read more about this, but this is speculation here still. The reason I—I I, I think he's not gonna outright leave the government is he thinks it will offer him some sort of protection to stay in government to some extent. Um, but again, maybe uh, he has said something new since then. Uh, he's one to say one thing somewhere and something else another, you know. Don't wear, wear, don't wear two, wear two. Don't get a vaccine in the butt, get the vaccine in the butt. You know, it's whoever he's talking to. It was kind of funny, right? Am I the only one who feels like Dr. Fauci? I'm just going to call him Tony. Am I the only one who feels like Tony didn't really know what he was talking about? He would just, you know, he was going on Fox News. He'd watch a couple hours of Fox News just to see what the conservatives were saying. And then he'd be like, yeah, the overreaction of the left. And then, you know, he'd go on CNN and be like, these anti-vax Republicans. And, and, you know, he'd be watching CNN for a couple hours, which I just don't know how you do that. But then again, uh, do you, uh, Fauci likes, uh, he likes shitty situations. I mean, like, he likes really shitty situations. And, and for those of you just listening to the audio version of it, this will be in the description. It's a, an article here from Pink News. Pink News! The LGBTQ official news. Anyway, Anthony Fauci visited gay saunas and bars that help understand how AIDS was spreading. Uh, he spent a lot of time in saunas and some other... Uh, hot and heavy places with some of the, shall we say, village people. Not a lot of carpet munchers, however. However, let's uh, wrap up this article. I always like having fun bringing up stories that, you know, slip through people's radars. But yeah, Fauci spent a lot of time at gay bars, nightclubs, uh, gay saunas, um, places with little holes in the bathroom stalls. Those kinds of places. Having joined the National Institute of Health in 1968 under Lyndon Johnson's presidency, can we just appreciate that? Fauci has been a government employee since 1968. Dude, the hippie movement was still going. Woodstock hadn't happened yet. He was in the federal government before fucking Woodstock happened. Alright? LBJ, bro. That means this Fauci was in office during Vietnam. Fauci was in office. Not only during Vietnam, right? Pretty much during the entire best part of Forrest Gump. That should tell you something. He's been in there way too fucking long. Get this burn on my finger. I forgot. I thought I rubbed my desk. I don't know why I did it again. Ow, oh, stupid. Anyway. 
that is a grotesque amount of time to be in public office setting guidelines for people who just want to live that's fucked up 68 and he's been the head of the infectious uh let's make sure i get it right let's see here god damn it i can't find it fuck oh right here uh he's been the head of the national institute of allergy and infectious disease niaid for just about 40 years. So he's been the head of it for 38 years. But he's been working in that department since 1968. Again. Woodstock hadn't happened yet. The Sharon Tate murders by the... Is it Jennifer or Sharon? Whatever. The Manson murders hadn't happened yet. The Beatles were still together. The Vietnam War was still raging. MASH was still on TV. All in the family was still on TV. Happy Days hadn't come on yet. Can we just appreciate how fucking long this monster's been in office? That is an obscene amount of time. In a statement, Mr. Biden said of his department, as he leaves the position of the U.S. government, I know the American people and the entire world will continue to benefit from uh, Dr. Fauci's ex- uh, expertise in whatever he does next you know it's i read all that sorry he joined the national institute of health in 1968 under lyndon johnson's presidency you know harder was not to say b he was appointed as director of the niaid in 1984 during the aids pandemic thanks reagan he has since served under seven presidents, including Ronald Reagan and George Bush. During the coronavirus pandemic, Dr. Fauci faced criticism from Donald Trump and other conservatives who objected to enforcing measures to limit the spread of COVID. I don't know if that's accurate. I might be wrong. I always could be. It's rare, but it happens. Um... Trump's the one that gave him the microphone. Trump's the one that said, come on stage of all the swamp players, right? Of all the deep state, bureaucratic government agents and players. He gave the microphone to the one he picked, right? And he picked Fauci and Burks to give that microphone to. They were doing the national conferences every day together. The COVID update every day together for like four and a half months during the beginning of the, of the pandemic, right? Of the first lockdowns and everything. Trump's approval ratings were flying through the roof when he was doing these. Got my shaker bottle here, sorry. You know, he was doing these uh, conferences every day with Fauci, staying behind him and, and talking to him. Fauci said a bunch of nice things about Trump at the time. It wasn't until Trump said, you know, we should really start to reopen. This is starting to look endemic. Then there was the astroturfing feud between Trump and Fauci. When really, Trump and Fauci get along, I, I imagine, eh, somewhat well. After all, Fauci and Trump are both peddling the same fucking vaccine, which was funded through Warp Speed. So I don't know if I would say necessarily... Um, I mean, yeah, face criticism from other conservatives objecting to. Okay, I, I, I guess. Uh, I don't, I don't know why I felt the need to 
go in that little thing there, it really didn't add anything. During the coronavirus pandemic, Dr. Fauci faced criticism from Donald Trump and other conservatives who objected to enforcing measure. That's what it was. Objected to enforcing. No, no, no. They were all for enforcing it. It was just after a certain point, the conservatives were like, yeah, we need to walk this shit back. Conservatives were the first, person say, first people saying you need to get masks. And up until the government said you need to get vaccinated and Trump left office... The conservatives were the ones like, yay, warp speed, COVID vaccine. If Trump was still in office, let me make, make a prediction here. If Trump was still in office and the things going on with the vaccines, with the hearts and the myocarditis and whatnot were still happening, the whole thing would be about how Trump's jab is killing people. That's what it would be. Every media outlet, every news source would be attacking Trump for his killer pokes for his poison he's injecting in people his killer jab it wouldn't be a suppressed story it wouldn't be suppressed in the media no 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 they would take that advantage to bash him but since it was biden who made the mandate because even biden originally was like i don't trust anything that comes out of this administration i will not i would not trust that 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 jab from the, I would not trust the Trump jab. And as soon as Biden gets in office, he mandates it for everybody. And then the Democrats fall in line. They're all like, yay, we need to get it. Why don't you get your killing grandma? But we lead up to the election, all the left are like, fuck Trump's jab. We're not getting that shit. So no, it, it's not that they, they objected. They were completely complacent and flaccid in the face of doing anything to stop Tony. And they didn't. They just let Fauci do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. And then at a certain point, they decided to step up. By that point, they had given Fauci so much power and so many microphones were on him, so many world cameras were on him, that he was a monster that the right had given a microphone to and they couldn't take it back from him. Nah, I, I would say the right created Fauci. They gave him the God complex he operates today. You would think this motherfucker's easy with the way he talks about himself. <sighs> he also acquired many fans during the pandemic with a petition to name him as People's Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive in 2020, gaining thousands of signatures. I want to blame Dominion for that. I, uh, uh, petition suppression. Though Dr. F uh, though Dr. Tony is leaving his government role, he made it clear on Monday that he was not retiring. I plan to pursue the next phase of my career. I'm like, I work on my Fauci. I plan to pursue the next phase of my career while I still have so much energy and passion for my field, he said. Dr. Fauci, who will turn 82 on the 24th of December, did not set an exact date for his departure. Convenient, so he has room to fluctuate and wiggle around. But that is the end of that article. Now we're going to hop over here to Axios, as you can see here. <laughs> Rand Paul, Anthony, Anthony Fauci's resignation won't stop a full-throated investigation. I, I do like they chose not flattering pictures of either of these guys. NA, uh, NIAID Director Anthony Fauci announced his retirement on Monday. Republicans plan to investigate his role in the COVID-19 pandemic if they take control of the House or Senate next year. Quote, I have never had any problem defending what I've done and I have nothing to hide, he told Axios. So we will be going over to that article at Axios, which has a center bias rating. I don't know if that's fair. I think Axios is definitely a left publication. But that's fine. 
uh, who am I to argue with the ground news? So again, we're over here at Axios. Article by Victoria Knight and Kathleen, I'm sorry, Caitlin Owens. Fauci's future spotlight. We'll be going through this. And that'll be the end of this episode. Also, I did that. I did a whole recording about Trump suing the FBI and the federal government yesterday. And between like the three other, the four other episodes I uploaded, it slipped through the cracks. And I forgot to get that one published. I was so excited because I saw that was Tim's four o'clock, and, and I love how you know it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens often enough that I I cover a story before Tim talks about it, and it gives me the warm the warm feelings on the inside to know that I'm ahead of the ball a little bit. Not that I'm competing, actually, that's not true. I'm I'm so small lately. I'm a tiny channel, but I'm already looking at all these other channels like they're my fucking foes, and I need to start competing, grabbing up the headlines quick. NIAID Director Anthony Fauci's time in the spotlight likely won't end with his retirement. Republicans plan to investigate his role in COVID-19 pandemic if they take control of the House or Senate next year. It's predicted both. The intrigue, although the GOP could always subpoena Fauci as uh, as a civilian, they may not need to. Well, here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people were speculating the only reason Fauci is even announcing that he's going to step down has nothing to do with age or anything. It's just he's horrified of what might happen in the midterm elections. And we're already seeing, or I wouldn't say red waves, but we're seeing some choppy red water starting to blow up with some of these midterms going on. Uh, we'll be looking at the results of, of uh, Florida and a couple other states that had their midterms already, and we'll see how that's going. That's not this episode. Point one, quote, I have never had any problem defending what I've done, and I have nothing to hide, Fauci said in an interview with Axios, quote, I've testified before Congress hundreds of times over the last 38 years. I have no trouble testifying before Congress. Republicans have tried to link Fauci to so-called gain-of-functions research, in which a virus can be tweaked to become more virulent or virulent and connect NIH-funded work to the pandemic. They've also also stepped up personal attacks on Fauci to tap into voter frustrations with the pandemic. Hmm. You remember what I said that I'm pretty sure Axios is just a left outlet that's just really good at hiding their shit? Look at this. Republicans have tried to link Fauci to so-called gain-of-functions research. What do you mean? What, what? What do you mean? Have tried to link? This isn't like a secret. This was the story. This was the the hot button covered issue across this nation for a couple of hours one day. But no, it, it's come out. It's absolutely confirmed right here. You can go anywhere you want. Just because only one side really seems to have talked about it doesn't mean it wasn't a national fucking headline. Inside Tony Fauci's agency, the National Institute of Health, were published by the news outlet The Intercept. They confirm they get this Tony Fauci's NIH funded what's known of gain of function research. There's that term again in Wuhan. There's that city again. 
gain-of-function research includes any research that makes viruses more transmissible and more deadly. According to the documents obtained by The Intercept, the NIH was specifically funding gain-of-function research to spike the genes from one coronavirus with the genetic information from other coronaviruses in the process. The documents reveal the researchers created a new, more potent virus that could easily infect humans. What could go wrong? Gary Ruskin, the executive director of the group, U.S. Right to Know, says the documents are, comma, quote, a roadmap to the high-risk research that could have led to the current pandemic, close quote. Let's see, just an ad. The National Institute of Health has stunningly admitted to funding gain-of-functions research on bat coronaviruses at China's Wuhan lab, despite Anthony Fauci's repeated insisting to Congress that no such thing happened. In a letter to Rep. James Comer, a Republican from Kentucky, on Wednesday, top NIH officials blame EcoHealth Alliance, the New York City-based nonprofit that has uh, funneled U.S. funds to Wuhan lab for not being transparent about the work it was doing. So I don't know, Axios. Are you really center or are you just really bad at fucking research? I'm curious. You dishonest fucks. But yeah, Republicans have tried to link Fauci to so-called gate of function. Go fuck yourself. In which a virus can be tweaked to become more virulent. And connect NIH-funded work to the pandemic. They've also stepped up personal attacks on Fauci to tap into voter frustrations with the pandemic. Again, everything being levied at him is real. Axios, if I'm not mistaken, my guy, you called the Beagle research a right-wing hoax. I might be wrong. My apologies if I am. And I, I'd pull it up better, but... It's let me see, actually. Let me, let me see if I can find this real quick. All right. I'm going to retract that last statement. I cannot seem to find anything, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, well. There was a, a major media outlet that called the Beagle Experiment story a, a Republican hoax. And then when it all was confirmed later on, it was they never retracted that story. They just kind of act like it didn't exist. So, my bad, Axios. But you were still wrong about the, you know, literally everything else. So go fuck yourself. <clears throat> Driving the news, Republicans who could potentially be committee chair uh, signaled they were open to expanding the scope of their future investigations. Rep. James Comer, Republican from Kentucky, ranking member of House Committee of, on Oversight and Reform, released a press statement on Monday vowing to continue investigating Fauci. Stating, quote, retirement can't shield Dr. Fauci from congressional oversight. Uh, Rep. Uh, Kathy McMorris Rogers, a Republican from Washington, the ranking member of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, said in a Monday press release that, quote, we need answers to many questions around the government's failed COVID-19 response and how this pandemic started and... His, meaning Fauci's, role in supporting taxpayer-funded risky research without proper oversight in China. Senator Rand Paul. The man. The myth. The fucking G. Rand Paul, who could potentially be the next chairman of the Health, Education, and Labor 
and uh, Pensons. Whatever, moving on. Committee in the GOP flips, if the GOP flips, the Senate tweeted on Monday. By the way, I think Rand Paul would be an excellent um, Surgeon General. I think that would be a great place for him. Ben Carson, too, actually. Anyway, uh, tweeted on Monday that, quote, Fauci's resignation will not prevent a full-throated investigation into the origins of the pandemic. He will be asked to testify under oath regarding any discussions he participated in concerning the lab leak. Flashback in January, GOP House Oversight Committee members released a batch of Fauci's emails that were dis- that discussed the origins of COVID-19. Republicans claimed the emails showed that Fauci concealed information and downplayed it. It's not a claim. It's fucking confirmed. Goof. Concealed information and downplay the idea that the virus was leaked from a laboratory. Meanwhile, there has been a call from lawmakers on both sides of the aisle for a 9-11-style bipartisan commission investigating into the U.S. COVID-19 response, but so far legislation that would enact it hasn't seen much momentum. Bullshit. It just doesn't have the majority lead to do anything with it yet. But I'll... Give me one second. Regardless of if you like Trump or not, his hand-picked candidates, nine out of ten times are winning their elections across the board. Republicans are getting in, and not just any Republicans, not your stodgy suit-and-tie Republicans, no. The more libertarian Republicans, the Rand Paul-inspired Republicans, the Trump-inspired Republicans, like these people or not, like Fauci or not, I think we can all agree that if there is any group or anyone in any political party or any factions of a political party that will actually go after Fauci full force with every tool and means at their disposal, it will be the MAGA crowd. It will be the America First crowd. It will be the Free State crowd. And these people are winning their elections by sloths and droves. So... If these trends continue going into 2022 with like like the real like the the large more nationwide midterms this November you're going to see a red wave and it's predicted Reuters uh pollster predict it all these places are calling for a massive historic red wave but that's also what they predicted in 2020 and it didn't really happen there's a lot of people who had different re- feelings on why it didn't happen, and I tend to side with a lot of those uh, more Dinesh D'Souza crowds, but I'll lay it out. My version of the election fraud narrative is this. A lot of rules were forced into place. For example, in Wisconsin, 24-hour uh, 24 polling, 24 polling stations and ballot mail-in drop boxes were deemed illegal and unconstitutional, meaning they were illegal and unconstitutional in 2020 when they were used. But... They forced policy and guidelines through that allowed such things to be used, even though it was obviously fucked up and wrong. That's how I think election fraud went down in this country. Uh, the Dominion thing, I joke about it, but I need to, I need to see more research on it. Uh, I know about machines being hooked up to Ethernet cables and stuff, and I need to know more about that as well. So I, I definitely say the, the fraud happened, but it, if it's on the scale that a lot of people say it is... I need to see more research. But I'm a lot closer to Dinesh D'Souza on that front 
than I'd say uh, a lot of people around me are. Now, it's funny because people around me who wrote the election fraud stuff going on with them, they either believe it a thousand percent to like this like extreme uh, like global cabal level, which yeah, I mean WEF involvement, I, I, I could see it. Or they're so far like against it that they're like nothing sketchy happened. And that's just outright not true. And I'm somewhere in the middle, closer to the WEF conspiracy side of things. But if these people continue to win their elections, this man may actually be forced to answer for some of his crimes. Human experiments, mysterious bulks of taxpayer dollars is going missing into unknown research development funds with EcoHealth and... Fauci's various little pet projects. I don't know. I think curtains might be closing. I don't try to be a, a white pill or a copium dealer. But people want his head. Metaphorically speaking. Not literally speaking. Now. It is going to be interesting to see what he does. The only reason I think he's going to try and stay in the government to some extent is to protect his ass. And the reason I don't think he set any particular uh, date in December for him to leave is because he wants to know how the, tw- how the November elections go. If it's not a red wave and, and it goes blue again, you watch. He will renege on this. He will decide to stay way longer and probably stay in office till you know, I don't know, he passes away in office. But if Republicans sweep the floor like it's already looking like they're doing it, and it's just a red splash in D.C., all that pretty marble turned red, well, you're going to see Fauci pursued with the same vigor and ire that the current DOJ is pursuing Donald Trump and these files that were declassified yet not declassified. More episodes on that are coming up. That being said, I'm going to wrap it up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I have been your host, James Madison, and I will catch you guys later. Oh, one last thing. Uh, just a recommendation. You want to check out um, the Dark the uh, Dark to Light podcast. Uh, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. Uh, sounds. There's a bunch of podcast platforms you can find it. I think they're going to use Anchor because they're everywhere I've looked and we're on the same platform. So they're worth checking out. A little guy, kind of like a, a a counterpoint thing going on, you know, like a crystal ball rising on the hill kind of a thing going on there. All right. That being said, I shall catch you guys later. Follow me on platforms. I'm on Facebook, Getter, Gab. Uh, Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey, Minds, Locals. You can find me wherever, and I'll catch you guys later. Deuce.
America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.